set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The enemy would want you to believe differently. But we don't receive what the enemy wants us to believe. We stand upon the Word and what the Word tells us to believe. Amen? And the Word says that through Jesus Christ we are free. Free indeed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor Mark, y'all just continue to play there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you just to close your eyes with me this morning if you would. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, my Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, my
My children, I would say unto you this day that I, the Lord your God, loves you, and I have given my all for you, saith the Lord. I desire that you would lean upon me, that you would come near unto me, saith the Lord. For it is I that have done the things in your life that have been done, and I have provided for you every good and perfect work. I have given to you of my own self, and in me you shall find your peace. In me you shall find your joy. Lean not upon your own understanding, but come to me, saith the Lord. For I am that I am. I am that I am. And you belong to me. And I, the Lord your God, shall not fail you. For I'm here. I'm here. And yea, you are my people. And I'm always here for my people because I love my people. I love you. I love you, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. believes in 
a full gospel. This church believes in the gifts, the operations of the gifts, the flowing freely of the gifts, and tongues and interpretation. There's two of those gifts mentioned over in, I believe it's 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Amen. You know, in the upper room, they were in one mind and one accord, the 120 were, after Jesus told them, said, Go ye and tarry in Jerusalem and wait till you be endued with power. Amen. And you all know the story. They were endued with power when the Holy Ghost fell upon them with tongues like as of cloven fire, is what the Word says. And you know, here at New Life, we don't shy away from the Word. We believe the Word. We trust the Word. And when God wants to move in the gifts of the Spirit, I pray that we will yield to Him every time. I pray that we will always yield to His leadership. There have been times I've missed it. Sure enough, you betcha. But you know, He's always taken care of it and corrected it in His way. And that's okay. We never, never want to shut down the movement of the Lord. getting our toes wet. I've had so many compliments and comments on our services. To him be all the glory. I know we got several out today. That's okay. We're going to be lifting a little bit of prayer here shortly. Amen. dipping our toes in right now. God's got more. God's got more. I don't want to just go toe deep, ankle deep, knee deep. I want to be fully immersed with His Spirit and His presence. And if we as a house will let it, that's where he'll take it. And I believe that's what we're in the midst of God doing. Not saying anything up to this point has not been good. It has been good. Not saying anything about it. But what we're focused on is the future. And where God wants to take this house for its future. We're moving into the future. As God leads us into the future. And if God stirs these waters here in this altar and he says, go dive in, we want to go dive in. We have dove in before. But what we have seen and experienced in the past, I only believe it's going to be greater going into the future. And that's why we yield to his leadership. That's why we would choose to follow him, be led by him. Into all truth is what the word says. Oh, there's going to be those that might speak against you. There's going to be those that might come against you. But that's okay. With everything within you, you love them. Don't you dare let anything set up in your heart that is not of God. Amen. You feel anything sitting up in your heart that's not of God, you deal with it and you take care of it right there. Because God is searching for those with a clean heart, amen. Maybe he wants those with a pure heart 
to serve him, to worship him, to come after him, amen, hallelujah, to, so he can move you into the type of future that I'm talking about. He took 12 and began to change the whole civilized world. He moved 120 into the upper room. And the Holy Ghost, as we know, his operations today was introduced into this earth. First with that 120. And the very first message that Peter shared, there was 3,000 that came to know Jesus. Amen. I don't know about you, but I believe we got room right out here outside this door for more than 3,000 to come to know Jesus. Amen. You combine every other church in Bourbon County, amen, and, and the properties that they have, the farms that they have, the, the things that God has, has used them to set up for their future, amen. We got way more than room enough for 3,000, amen, to come and know Him. But you know what? As much as I love the other churches, they're doing a great work for Jesus. God has sent me here in this church to help this church, to help you. And his spirit moved this house where he wants it to be moved to. I don't know about you, but me and Jeanette take our responsibilities seriously. It's not taken lightly. That's why we do what we do. And that's why when the Holy Ghost moves upon you, you follow the Holy Spirit. Because we will surrender to that leadership as a house. Amen. You receive that this morning? Amen. Praise God. Thank you, praise and worship team. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Somebody got a testimony they'd like to share? Something that took place in your life this week? That God did, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They'll just edify the body of Christ, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, sir. You want to? Uh, yeah. I praise the Lord that we got a projector working again. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. That's right. Um, even through every snag we ran into yesterday, God pushed us through it and gave us an answer and how to keep moving forward. Amen. 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 Yes, yes, yes. We had such a good time yesterday. Bless the Lord. Uh, I won't tell you everything we got into, but <laughs> everything a couple of them got into anyway. <laughs> but uh, we had such a good time. I want to thank Matt and Mark and Terry and Jared and uh, I, have I forgotten anybody? Was that was that everybody? Amen. Hallelujah. Came out and helped us. I mean, you all just don't believe. Running wire and cables. So you know, there's about that much space up there. No, none of us crawled in that little bit of space. Even Jared. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do that. Amen. But uh, praise the Lord. We we got the cable stuck right right about here. It got stuck and. And me and Matt couldn't get it out, and Matt had to come out of the attic. And getting in and out of that attic, I mean, you know, you might be thinking that's that's really not that hard, but any of you all that have ever been up there, you understand it's like uh, 
just all kinds of gut work and, and trusses and everything, and just extremely difficult. So I'm so glad that we had a, uh, uh, I'll say, smaller fella uh, and Jared to help us do that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, praise God. But uh, uh, we we got it done. Praise the Lord. And and uh, uh, it, it just the, the fellowship that we had was so awesome. Just enjoyed it so much, hallelujah, and it just, it was just so awesome. So guys, thank you, but I enjoyed that fellowship, it was really great, amen, praise the Lord. Somebody else got a testimony they'd like to share, hallelujah, Steve, amen. I, I want to just say, uh, you know, God's good, and he, knew, he, he knows what we need, just for example, he knew our projector was going to go down, he knew our sound needed some help, you know, he sent people right into the house with that knowledge and that skill set. You know, God, God's got a plan. And when you can sit back and you can see that just transform in front of your eyes, just think about that. He, God knew that that projector was going to go down. He knew the problems we had with the sound. And he sent people into our church, into our house, to help fix that. Amen. You know, I don't know what they had going on out before they got here, but the Lord led them here. Amen. Amen. Because he, he knows wow. when this stuff gets fixed that people pay more attention and, and there's no disruptions and people will be saved because of that. Amen. People will be reached because of that. And it, just look at God's plans. Yes. Yes. Look at the big picture of that. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, when the temple was built, God provided everything and everyone That's right. Amen. to do it. He brought in the workers, the carpenters, he did the, the brick people, block people, and everything. He brought them all in to build the temple. Not only did he bring them in, he provided. Amen. Hallelujah. And this would be a great place for Brother Eugene to give a testimony, but since he's not here, I'm going to. Uh, Brother Eugene has a real good friend that was building a church uh, down in Nicholas County, amen. And, and this good friend started praying uh, that building materials will start showing up on the church site. And you know, it wasn't long after that. Somebody called him and said, hey, we got a load of building materials. Want to know if you want them. And they've got the most beautiful little, it's, it's not all that little really. I mean, about the size of this building, I guess. Uh, metal building that they hold church services in. Amen. But, you know, all I know and believe is the Word says God can do all things. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. So he can cause that tractor trailer to turn right down here off East Main Street and come right up this way and pull right into the farm. That's okay. Hallelujah. We'll just move forward as God does that. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anybody else got a testimony they'd like to share? Sister Joyce. Most people here know I feed cats, the strays. Um, so my friend Tanya called called and told me that she'd ordered some cat food for me from Sam's Club and she was going to have it shipped down here she didn't want to make the trip. So she said it'll be be there on Saturday. Well, I sat and waited yesterday and waited. Still didn't see no food. <laughs> Still didn't see no food. So I got up this morning and she said it was showing that some might come Saturday and on Sunday. So as I was sitting there spending my time with the Lord this morning, I said, Lord, I still don't see the food. And he said, it's here. So I got up, looked outside the door, wasn't there. And I was sitting there, I said, Lord, I don't see it. And then it come across my mind, check the front door. 
<laughs> sure enough, they had taken a crown there. Yeah, amen. He cares about what you care about. That's right. He does. And That's right. It was kind of funny. I can't say he said to check the front door. That come across my mind, check the front door. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, they take it all the way around to the front door. We, have, we don't even use that door to go in and out. But it might have been there yesterday. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. Amen. Don't want to miss anybody. Anybody else have a testimony you'd like to share? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Turn with me, if you would, this morning to 1 Kings chapter 17. A very familiar text of scripture uh, that I'm sure you've heard many messages on, but the Lord put it on my heart just to go through this uh, particular chapter and, and minister a message uh, concerning Elijah, amen, uh, the widow woman and, and her child, hallelujah. So 1 Kings chapter 17, uh, and I want to start here in, in verse, let's just start in verse 1. It says, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Verse 2 says, And the word of the Lord cometh to him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded thee the ravens to feed thee there. So when when so he went and did according unto the word of the Lord, for he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your word, Father. We ask that you take this word, that you plant it deeply into our hearts, Lord. And Father, I just surrender all that I am to you. I ask, Lord, that you would speak through me, speak through these lips of clay, Father. We thank you for seeding deeply into the hearts of the hearers of this word, your own perfect desire, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for encouragement. We thank you for revelation, hallelujah, wisdom, and knowledge. In the name of Jesus, amen. And let the house of the Lord say amen. Amen. Praise God. So it says here in verse 2, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, You get the hints, and I want you to go eastward. And I want you to go hide yourself, because he's being chased at this time. Amen. Uh, Elijah uh, was a very mighty and powerful prophet of God. Amen. And Elijah is the one who told Jezebel, say, look, you know, you think you are who you, who you're thinking you are, and you're acting like who you think you are. But I want to tell you something. I'll tell you right now in the name of the Lord, the dogs are going to lick your blood. And how many of you know that she fell off that wall and the dogs ended up coming and licking her blood up? Amen. And so Elijah was very powerful, and there's many uh, uh, words and testimonies that we can share about what Elijah did. But what I want to speak about today is... What took place with him here uh, with this particular woman, amen. And it says here in verse 3, Get thee hence and go eastward and hide thyself by the brook chariot that, that is before Jordan. And, and, it took, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook and as I have commanded the ravens, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I feel like I'm stuttering and stammering right now, Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I thank you for taking over with clarity in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. 
So God told him what to do. God told him where to go. And then he, out of obedience, went and did what the Lord told him to do. Amen. So you all heard, done heard the scriptures. The ravens, they came and fed him. God fulfilled his word. God honored his word. Hallelujah. God did what he said he was going to do. Now, I want to ask you a question. If Elijah did not go to that brook, what would God have done? What could God have done? If Elijah said, no, Lord, you want me to go eastward, but I'm going westward. What could have God done with Elijah at that brook where he told him to go to? You don't have to answer that, but just think about that. And he says, I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook. And the ravens in verse 6, they brought him bread and they fed him. So out of Elijah's obedience, he opened up the opportunity for God to fulfill and honor his word. That's the reason for us to be obedient to God. Now, there are certain things that we do just because we know to do them. But when God is speaking to your heart, and believe you me, I mean, this, this just really smacks me in my face. Amen. You know, so I receive this for myself. Amen. Amen. When God tells us to do something, we step out of faith and we do it. That's right. Amen. Amen. Because he has a purpose and he has something that he's wanting to do that will bring back glory and honor to himself. Amen. So Elijah didn't say, I'm not going to go eastward. I'm going westward. Elijah went eastward to this brook and it opened up the opportunity for God to glorify himself. Amen. And here in verse 8 it says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zion, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So the brook had dried up. The Lord is speaking to him, and the Lord is telling Elijah, Elijah, here's where I want you to go now. I want you to go over here to Zarephath, and I want you to understand there's a widow woman there that is going to sustain you. I've already got, spoken to her, and I've, I've, I've got her in place and, and she's going to take care of you. Amen. So basically sustain you in here in this particular uh, uh, Hebrew word is to feed. Amen. So he arose, Elijah arose, and went. So Elijah arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. So he saw the widow woman, amen, but then Elijah did something himself. What do I need? Is it on? Is it turned on? It's on. You got a little green light on anyway. Hello. Amen. I'm so glad everybody in the house can hear me. I got a pretty big mouth. I promise. <laughs> we can hear you just fine. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I guess they can hear on Facebook. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> so Elijah did something here that's vitally important that I need to draw our attention to. He called to her. So he saw the widow woman and he called to her. In other words, he said something to her. Amen. 
He said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water and a vessel that I may drink. Amen. If you've got people in your life and you don't talk to people in your life and tell them what your need is, they can't, they can't do anything about your need. They can't begin to step up and, and help you accomplish what your goal is. Amen. Praise the Lord. So why do I approach you all so many times? I haven't done it a whole lot, really. I haven't really had to because God's just putting it on your heart to do, which I think is awesome. That's just great. Amen. Hallelujah. But there are times that, that I'll, I'll approach somebody and say, hey, can you do this, this, or this? Amen. Because I'm looking for a result. Elijah was looking for a result. He was thirsty. He needed something to drink. So he called out to her and he said, can you bring me a little water? And then he said in verse 11, amen, he said, uh, and as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, oh, now he's shifting gears. So he's calling back to her again as she's going to do what he's already asked her to do. He's switching gears and he called to her again and he said, bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. Amen. So he's laying out again. You know, not only do I need some water, but I need something to eat. It's been a while since some ravens came and visited me. So I'm a little bit hungry, and I, so I need something to eat. Can you give me something to eat? Hallelujah. And y'all know the story here in verse 12. It says, and she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a, in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. What an outlook. Wow. Man, I'm gathering these two sticks here, you know, that I, I, I can just go in and take what little bit we've got. We're going to eat this. And see, there was famine in the land. We're going to eat this and, and, and we're going to die. You know? I want to tell you something, church. I, I'll be honest with you. I got a tote full of food at home in my basement. <laughs> what do I do? Amen. Not only do I have that, we've got all of our little, what's that stuff called, Jeanette? You know, the paper products? Toiletries. Toiletries. We've got a bunch of toiletries at home, too, in the basement. I remember back in the year 2000, the Y2K. Anybody remember that? Amen. I did the same thing back then. That's 23 years ago. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know, I, I just kind of get a little bit prepared. And let me tell you something, church. I heard a I heard a news story where uh, it was uh, an American general has come out and said that we'll be at war with China in 2025 or 2027. He's calling it that he he believes that we're going to be at war with China. That's just like two or three years away. So there's a lot that's going on in our nation. Amen. Now, I'm not going to get real political or anything, but, you know, we've got all this stuff going on. We've got certain people up there in Washington, you know, and, 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 and people uh, over certain states and stuff like that, you know, and, and just, there's just stuff going on. That, look, I'm 57 years old. I'll be 58 this year. And to be honest with you, Terry, I've seen a lot, brother. I've seen a lot of changes in our nation, amen. And I want to tell you something. If you ain't got the, the trust in your heart of God, amen, that, that he's going to take care of you, I don't know how you're going to handle the future. There's a lot of stuff that we're faced with right now. 
You see, this woman was faced with some significant stuff. She said, I've just got enough for one more meal for me and my son, then we're going to die. Think about that. Can you imagine that? You know, whether we're at war with China, Russia, England, or anybody else, you know, I know God, and I know God's going to take care of me. God's going to take care of Jeanette. So, Steve, why you got a box of food in your basement? Well, I don't know. I just went out and got, I also got a freezer full of food in the basement. Some of it I've had a while. You know, I mean, but I know people that have, like, they've got enormous amounts stockpiled and stocked up. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. My point that I'm trying to make here is our nation is going in a direction and being faced with some things. And I'm going to say this, if they come and arrest me, leave me in there, Jeanette, till I call you and tell you to come get me in there. I'll, I'll join Brother Steve on Saturday night in the jail ministry. But I'll do it from the inside. Amen. There ain't no way that that balloon should have been flying over our airspace. Amen. Amen. I'm getting political here, ain't I? <laughs> America has lost or is losing who America is. Amen. Elijah was not going to lose who he is. We will not lose who we are. If you do, it ain't going to be because of me. Because I'm going to stand up here, I'm going to stand in your doorway at your house, and I'm going to remind you when need be who you are. That's the liberty I take. If you don't like me for doing that, that's okay. You can tell me. But if God tells me to do it, I'm going to do it to you anyway. Because that's who I am. We are God's people. God will take care of his people. God will see his people through. Amen. Hallelujah. The price of eggs. I asked my little grandson, Oliver, what do you think about them price of eggs in China? I say the price of eggs in China right now is a lot less than they are in America. I don't know. Maybe I better Google that and see. <laughs> Amen. Price of eggs kind of high. I'm thinking about going out and getting some chickens. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't nothing wrong with that. We used to have a neighbor that brought me uh, eggs. And I don't know. I think he got rid of the chickens. I was thinking this week about going back to talking to him. Hey, you want to go together and get some chickens? <laughs> Amen. Praise God. See, what are you talking about? What are you saying? The things that we face, regardless of how dire they may seem, we still have God on our side. Amen. We have hope. We have hope. God's people have hope. There are those that are out there without no hope. Am I still coming through this thing? Never was. Well, give me a microphone ready. I'll come through. Mark, can I use yours? Amen. Don't spit on it. <laughs> oh, here. Yeah, yeah let me use Brent's because, you know, there ain't no promises. <laughs> Roy? Yes, sir. What are you going to do with me? I don't know. I'll leave that up to the Lord. <laughs> Bless God. Woo! There we go. Okay. I'll try to hold it down here. Turn me down if you have to. You know, I've got a big mouth. 
Amen. <laughs> Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. I don't know. Bill Little's on to something about hearing himself. Remember <laughs> Bill Little? Jumper Jack Bill. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Regardless of how dire it gets, we still have God on our side, church. Amen. And he's going to see that his people are taken care of. Amen. There are going to be things in this last day that is going to... Uh, feel like it's an, it's impacting the church or affecting the church, amen. But you stay faithful and true to God's word, and God's going to see you through, amen. amen. God puts it on your heart to go out and get some chickens and, and raise some eggs, do that. God, put, God puts it, up, yeah. God puts it on, on my heart to get me a box of food for the basement. Well, I'm going to go out and do that. You know, I, don't, I can tell you how many times we'll run out of something, what I do, I went right down the basement and got it. Could just be that simple, couldn't it, brother? Amen. Praise the Lord. Bless God. So anyway, this little woman, she had a very significant thing taking place in her life. And she she said, look, I'm going to cook this, and, and me and my son are going to die. And then Elijah said unto her, fear not. Oh, look out. There's ten weeks, there are more worth of messages on fear not. Amen. Amen. So you all heard a bunch of those messages, hallelujah, and, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. But fear not, go and do as thou, as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. So Elijah, Elijah the prophet, the man of God, said, look, fear not. You, you're not going to die or anything. Just, just don't, don't fear. Don't fear. But what I want you to do is I want you to go and use what you have, and I want you to make, or out of what you have, thank you, Lord, I want you to, out of what you have, make for me a cake, amen, make for me something to drink, and I want you to bring it to me first, amen. Now, I'm getting ready to get up in your business a little bit, don't want nobody to get mad at me or nothing like that, you know, I mean, God says this first to me before he says it to you, amen, hallelujah. This is, when I read this, the Lord brought something to my spirit that I hadn't realized before. Um, maybe hadn't recognized it. But anyway, uh, Elijah says, But first, but make me a little cake first and bring it unto me. And you know what the Lord spoke in my spirit? First fruits. First fruits. Now we're not going to get into an in-depth teaching on first fruits this morning. But, um, and, and then I saw something when, when, you know, my wife loves her heart. She works all, well, she works a job that's more than one job, but it's only one job. I leave. And what I do is I just kind of sit down and I look on the computer and when she gets paid and I write it down and all that. But the very next thing I do after, after she does, after I write that, that down in our checkbook, I write out our tithe and offering check. Because what he's blessed me with, I want to give him first. I want to give that part to him first. Amen. Hallelujah. Now this is not a message on tithes and offerings, but what the Lord brought to my spirit was see what my people do with what I have blessed them with. They need to do that first. Amen. And then I'm going to honor and increase them. Because that's exactly what happened for this woman. She took of what she had and she made that cake for Elijah first. So she gave to him first, and then let's go on and read. And it says, For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste 
Now that term waste in the, in the Hebrew here means that barrel will not be consumed. That barrel of meal will not be finished. Amen. So the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail. And that term there for fail is the cruise of oil will not lessen. The cruise of oil will not be abated. The cruise of oil will not lack. I like that word, not lack. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, for thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. So here she was, she was saying, you know, look, I'm going to take what we got, and I'm going to make this cake, this, this food for me and my son. We're going to eat, and then we're going to die. And Elijah said, whoa, 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 wait just a minute here. Don't want you fearing about having to die or anything, but what I do want you to do is I want you to go in there and make me a cake, and you bring it to me first, amen. And you need to understand, as you do that, amen, then that, that your, your meal is not going to, it's not going to stop coming. It's not going to be reduced. Uh, it's not going to be consumed or finished. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, neither will your all stop. It won't be abated. You'll continue to have all. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know about you, but that excites me. Amen. So it goes on here in verse 15. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. Wow. So she took from the, a small amount that she had that was going to be for her son and herself, that they were going to die. And because the blessing of God and Elijah's obedience, because he was doing what God was saying, and her obedience, she did what Elijah asked her to do. Amen. They all ate plenty until it started to rain. Amen. Praise the Lord. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he did, or which he spake by Elijah. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to go on. Let me just finish this chapter. I'll read it out. Amen. And then we're going to uh, finish it up. Verse 17 says, And it came to pass after those things that the son of, of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick, and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. And she said unto Elijah, What have I to do with thee? O thou man of God, art thou come unto me to call my sin to remembrance, to call my sin to remembrance, and to slay my son? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Praise God. Verse 19. And he said unto her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode and laid upon his own bed. Amen. And he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the woman with whom I sojourned by slaying her son? And he started and he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he, and he was revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house and delivered him into his mother, or unto his mother. And Elijah said, See, thy son liveth. And the woman said to Elijah, Now, by this I know that thou art a man of God, and, the, and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. 
Everything that took place for the son with the son comes to this last verse that God's word is revealed as truth. When you're obedient to the Lord and God has you doing things for him, amen, regardless of the situation, you follow in obedience and you do that, there's a manifestation that takes place from you. People see what you're doing. Whether you think they're looking or not, they see what you're doing. And because of that manifestation, they begin to realize truth and the truth of God is manifesting from you. We want truth to manifest from our lives. That's right. Amen? Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So what is it that I'm saying to you today as a close? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When God speaks to us or puts something on our heart, be obedient. Amen. Be obedient. Amen? I know for me it's hard sometimes. I'll just be honest with you. Sometimes I just miss the mark. You know? I mean, I mean I, I'm, I'm thankful that y'all have thoughts of me being perfect. But I'm not. Sometimes I just mess up. But I know the one that is. Hallelujah. Amen. I know I'm saved by grace. Amen. I know that I'm walking atoned by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. I know that my own righteousness is as filthy rags. Amen. But his righteousness is what takes care of me. His righteousness is what I depend upon because my righteousness falls short. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's be obedient in the things that we do. There are things in this life we do because, because the Word says to do them. Amen. And we simply do that. Oh, this is powerful. I'm going to slow down. Sometimes I get too fast. Amen. Do I get too fast sometimes? Y'all probably have a hard time interpreting me sometimes. Sometimes I probably sound like a Northeasterner and not a Kentuckian. <laughs> Amen. Amen. My wife says, move on, Steve. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When get, there, there are things in this life we do because the Word says to do them. Y'all agree with that? Amen? We simply do that. We simply do that. Amen? We walk the Word in our lives. I want a shirt made up. Walk the Word. Amen? Walk the Word. Somebody needs to write this down. Walk the word. Amen. I like that. Walk the word. Then we're going to put New Life Ministries right here on it or something. Walk the word on the back or on the front. Y'all like that? Yeah. Yep. I fell in love with that saying, Santana. Walk the word. Walk the word. You think about that, Jeanette. When people look at us walking the word, they see the word. It really goes back to what was said a minute ago about saying truth manifest in our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. And, and we walk the Word by just doing the things that the Word tells us to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When God puts an extra morsel of His command or His Word on our heart, there is an appointment of significance or significant glorification of Himself He wants to manifest. Okay? To glorify himself, Elijah didn't have to do these things. Or to glorify God, Elijah didn't have to do these things that God told him to do. He could just walk the word. And he was going to bring glory and honor to God. But 
An appointment of significant glorification is what I'm talking about. What's that mean, Steve? What's that mean? Okay. The early church was walking the word. They were living as Christ taught them how to live. But Jesus told them, tarry ye in Jerusalem till you be endued with power. So he gave them a command. They went and fulfilled his command in the upper room. A, an appointment of significant glorification was manifested when the Holy Ghost fell as he did on the day of Pentecost. That's what I'm talking about. Amen? Amen. I believe. So there are some things that God's starting to put on my heart. Amen. There are things that, that, that we just do because we walk the Word. Ah, I really like that. But so there's things we do because we walk the Word. And, and, and they're in the Word, so we just do them. Love our neighbors, we love ourselves. Amen. I believe Lord, I'm not going to preach another message. I will if you want me to. Amen. <laughs> love our neighbors. We love ourselves. Love our Lord, the Lord our God, with all our heart, mind, and soul. Amen. I believe we, we just we know to do that. We witness to people. Amen. We talk about Jesus to people. Amen. We try to help people when we can. Amen. That's just living the life, walking the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. Praise God. So if God is telling you. I'm going to use a past example so I don't get into a future example. Ah, Brent, this is getting good, brother. I like this. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I was sharing with Brother Mark earlier this week. I remember laying over here on this floor, and God said, why don't you go down and do a cookout down there on East Main Street? Remember that, Pastor Mark? Amen. Why don't you go down there on East Main Street on that lot and do a cookout? I mean, I heard it laying there on the floor. Y'all remember doing that? Hallelujah. So I went down there on East Main Street, and the whole church gets together, and man, we're down there and, and, and using the house to prep food and all that, go out there and cook hamburgers and hot dogs, and, and the idea come to me about giving away two gas cards. This was the last time gas was four bucks or so a gallon. Yeah. So giving away two, was it $100 gas, gas cards or 50 Whatever it was, it's 50 or $100 gas cards. So mind you, people really came in. They wanted them gas cars. <laughs> they wanted them gas cars. They really did, Teresa. Wanted them gas cars. Amen. They came in. Amen. Hallelujah. They were fed. Amen. And they were there for the drawings of the gas cards. Amen. But you know what else they got while they was there? They got the word. Amen. They got the word. Had seven people saved that day. That is an appointment of significant glorification of God himself through seven souls coming to know Jesus as a personal Lord and Savior. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. So when God gives you that extra morsel of a command that is beyond your normal walking the word, amen, you hear and you listen and you be obedient, amen. Because what he gave Elijah was an extra morsel of a command. Hey, I want you to leave this brook that is dried up on you. And by the way, over here at this other place, I got a woman. Uh, she's going to minister to you. She's going to sustain you. She's going to take care of you. 
Amen. But you're also going to minister to her. God knew that the son was going to fall sick. But God knew that he was orchestrating a moment in time and a point an appointed significant, amen, situation where God was going to glorify himself because Elijah was going to be laying across that boy. And Elijah was going to, was going to three times say, all right, God, heal him, take care of him. And he raised him up, amen. He glorified himself, amen. Let me ask you something. If we're never faced with anything and we're always walking the word, where do those significant, significant victories come from? They're all good victories, and, and we're appreciative of those victories. But what's been prophesied in Bourbon County it's just more than a daily walk of the word. The outpouring of the spirit, the soul-saving revival, Jeanette, that your daddy trusted and prayed for that I believe God's going to open a window in heaven and let David see into the earth to see souls saved like they were in the New Testament three, five thousand at a time. I believe God's going to let him see that because God promised him he would see that. And then David died in 2006, amen. I said, Lord, well, how's he going to see that? And Lord reminded me of the scriptures. I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings upon you that you cannot, that you won't have room enough to contain it all, amen. So there's got to be some windows and doors in heaven, isn't that right? Remember Jacob's ladder? Something was going on there between the earth and, and, and heaven, amen. So there's some doors and windows in heaven, amen, hallelujah. And God is God and he can do what he wants to do. And if he wants to open a window and let David Courtney peer into this earth and see a soul-saving revival where people are getting saved by the thousands, he can do that, amen. Here's my point. A significant moment in time where God glorifies himself like we see in Scripture. That'll come out of your obedience. That'll come out of something that takes place in your life that you're not shattered by. Amen. You don't have to be shattered, just like Elijah told the woman here, just fear not, but here's what I want you to do. She did, and everything worked. Everything just came out. Glorified God. Amen. Praise the Lord. God will sustain you. God has provided for you by his word, amen. By God working through you, the people around you will see that he is truth. Praise the Lord. So what is it I believe the Lord wants us to get out of this today? He's taking you above and beyond what you can go yourself. But he can only take us there if we hear his voice and are obedient to what we hear. When we run into moments where we think, oh no, Lord, we need a half a million dollars to do something, we just trust him that somehow it's going to show up. Oh no, Lord, we need some space to do something. I tell you guys, this is minor. When this table got hung up here, Terry, where I was, I was getting ready to tell Matt, Matt, go ahead and cut the ceiling. Uh -huh. 
I'll give her a cut, cut this ceiling down through here. Let's get that thing out of here and get it fixed. God knew we didn't have to do that. But I was looking at the situation. I'm telling you, we worked several minutes trying to get that thing unstuck, didn't we? Matt was, Matt was up here in the attic. He was pulling his way. I was out here pulling my way. And that thing went, it would go a couple of feet and it'd be stuck on his side and it'd get stuck again on my side. We couldn't get it out, brother. I didn't know what we was going to do. That might seem minor, but we've been without a projector for over a month. And we all got out here yesterday and was out here for hours trying to fix the projector. That's why we got together was to fix the projector. And that projector was going to get fixed. Amen. <laughs> and this thing got sucked and Matt comes out here and, and he says, he gets up there and he's better at this than I am. I mean, you know, he, he's been in it for over 30 years. So he kind of knows some tricks. So he sticks that arm way up in there and he's doing his tricks for a number of minutes. And before he stuck that arm up there, though, he said, Lord, get this thing on stuff. I said, yes, amen. So he worked a number of minutes and all of a sudden popped it through. Amen. So we didn't have to cut the ceiling that we just repaired it first last year. <laughs> Amen. Had to cut ceilings before. Amen. That sounds like something little, but for me it was significant. Any of y'all ever pray for vehicles to start and then they start? You seen that before? That sounds like something that's minor, but but I know for you it's, it's significant. Amen. Hallelujah. Any of you ever see legs straightened out from people being healed and their back straightening up? Yeah, I've seen that before. Amen. Yeah, I remember the evangelist that came out of the church, and he'd sit right here in the chair, and sure enough, he'd hold that leg out there. Man, I, I've seen legs that were, one was that much shorter than the other. And right before my eyes, the gap closed. One leg straightened out as he prayed. I've seen that before. And there wasn't no him lifting shoes out or nothing like that. The shoe wasn't moving, the leg was moving. Amen. I've seen that before. Amen. Any of you ever dealt with demonic activity and had to cast multiple demons out of people before because they were manifesting right in front of your face, even manifesting in your house of the Lord, amen, where you had to get the children to the back room? Anybody ever seen that before? Amen. I've seen that before. We've dealt with it before. Even here at this house, we've dealt with it before, amen. Real, very real. Those are real people that have been affected by those things. This woman was a real lady. This child was a real child as much as Elijah was a real person of God, a real man of God, amen. And God is the same then as he is today. He's looking for people to step up to that magnitude, glory to God, hallelujah. And the question is, are we going to be some of those people? Amen. I encourage us, let's be some of those people. Your enemy will try to sidetrack you, but don't let him. You got brothers and sisters here that love you. Don't be afraid to call upon each other. Want to put a thousand flight to ten thousand, so on and so on. So don't be afraid to call upon each other. Amen. And as I've said so many times, don't you let anybody dictate your outcome except the Holy Ghost. Amen. Nobody dictates your outcome except God Himself. That's very important. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
So I just want to encourage you this morning. Same way God used Elijah and did all these things with Elijah here. He wants to do with you. He wants to do with us. Amen. I promise you it's going to change your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I have people tell me all the time. Yeah, Brother Steve, when I win that lottery, I'm just going to give you a couple million dollars to go build a church. Well, praise the Lord. You win that lottery, lottery we'll take you a couple million dollars because we'll just pray over it and ask for God's blessing to be on it and on you too as well. Amen. Can I say that? I mean, this is going on across the world. Can I say that? Regardless of whether I can or not, I'm saying what I'm saying. Amen. Can you really imagine... I'm getting off track, I know, but we're going to close down here in a minute. Can you imagine winning $500 million? I don't think you can. I don't think people really understand what that would do to them. I told that to somebody one day. You know what they told me? They said, you might be right. I might not. But I believe God's put people in my life that can they know what to do. I remember when Jeanette and I first got married in 1989 and we lived in a little 800 square foot house. Praise God, it was our house. We were able to buy a house, $24,000. Uh, Jeanette wanted to go about this one. It was already remodeled for $34,500. I remember the numbers, brother. Amen. And I said, no, let's go over here and buy this one. It's in my old stomp on the street I grew up in. So I had all these stories I had to spend time telling her. <laughs> I still tell my kids stories on, on this street to this day. Amen. And uh, so we were over there, and, and, and praise the Lord, I was working four jobs at the time. She was still in school. And car bill would come due, insurance bill, 300 or whatever dollars. And I was working out here at the factory, working with Dad. We were youth pastors at the time. And I said, Lord, where are we going to get this from? And I just got my real estate license, October 22, 1990. And God would sell a house for me. I only sold like two or three pieces of property a year. But come insurance time, I'm going to sell a piece of property. <laughs> that's just that's how it worked. It's just how it worked, amen. And so I was glad. To God be all the glory. And, and I, I share this testimony to bring God glory. And, and we're just vessels. Like you all are just vessels. And, and so uh, God moved us from there out to Bedford Acres. So we went from one side of the tracks literally uh, to another side of the tracks. Bedford Acres one of the one of the most desired subdivisions in the Paris area. Really. Probably in top four I'd say. Um uh, and uh, was able to buy a house out there. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Went from Bedford Acres, uh, bought the farm before we left Bedford Acres, and had a dream after our first year of marriage. And then I realized that, you know, look, we, we think we're going to be okay in this life. And, and so we're going to develop a, a plan and a goal for a dream home. And before we left Bedford Acres, uh, uh, God just sent a guy that his pastor needed a four-bedroom house. Jeanette was over in Europe on business, and I sold the house when she was in Europe. 
I'm still married to her. <laughs> <laughs> but really, no, as a caveat, I did tell John Hensley, some of y'all have heard this story before. I told John, it was his pastor, I, I, I said, you know, John, now Jeanette's out of town on business. I'm going to talk with her, and if, if she don't want to do this, it won't be a deal. She'll be fine. She'll do it. <laughs> that was just John. And, and, and so she did that. We moved from there over to her childhood home. Amen. And over on Spring Hill Drive, and, and while we built the house on Georgetown Road. So to God be all the glory, we started out in an 800-square-foot house. And what we ended up in was a house that if you finished the basement would have been about 7,500 square feet. Sitting on 20 acres. One of the most prime locations in Bourbon County between Scott County and Bourbon County, or next to Scott County, between Paris and Georgetown. Amen. And I believe with all my heart the reason that took place is because we honored God. We honored God with everything that we were. Did we make mistakes along the way? Yeah, y'all know me. You know I made mistakes along the way. Jeanette made mistakes along the way. We still belong to God, even through our mistakes. Amen. Don't you ever forget that. You still belong to God. Amen. And, and so God took us from there. I remember building the house. Amen. We need $100,000 to pay bills that week. And, and Lord, how are we going to get this? Well, the inspector would come out there, and, and hardly nothing had been done throughout the week. And she gave us enough credit to where we got the hundred whatever thousand dollars that we needed. Time after time after time. God just saw that it was taken care of. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, uh, throughout all of that, when I marked down them paychecks, first check wrote out was that first fruit went to God. It wrote out first to God. Amen. And I believe that's part of, of what God has used Jeanette and I to do in this life. It has been with financial things. Um, we've bought and sold over 40 pieces of property in our lifetime and remodeled houses that you wouldn't want to walk into. Um, you guys are probably a little familiar with some of that. Amen. And, and, and Teresa, I know you're familiar with that. You've seen a lot of that before. And, 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 and so what, what I'm telling you, church, is there's just no end to what God can do. And God is still to this day amazing me about what he's doing. One of the fastest sales I ever made was sold and closed in three days. Is a flip we did out on Tahoma Drive. Went on the market Friday. Gentlemen come and looked at it. They cut me a little bit on the price, about $6,000 or so. And I told them, I said, you can close this out because I knew who the gentleman's mother was. She worked for an attorney. I said, if you can close this out by Monday, I'll let you have it for that. Monday afternoon, we sit at the closing table. Three days. That's unheard of. Not with God. All things are possible. Amen. Two years ago, two years ago, a guy that painted this church gave a lady my phone number. She calls. She said, I want you to come out here and list my farm. I've never talked to this woman in my life, but the painter had, he, he loves our church, by the way. He just, he tells everybody, if you all ain't never seen inside that church, you need to stop and go look at that church. You would be surprised by what's inside that church. It just looks like a regular old brick built on the outside, but you need to go in that church. He, he just he just loves it. Amen. And uh, uh, that's just a testimony of God and his goodness. And so this lady called in 21 days. 
listed and sold a $900,000 farm. 21 days. $900,000 farm don't sell it quick. That don't happen. It's rare. Amen. Hallelujah. But God had a plan. Amen. Please understand I'm trying to glorify my Father. Okay? Hallelujah. It's just what God has done, church. So I'm going around the bypass. And I said, Lord, this building was getting to a point to where people were getting afraid to come to church. Weren't they? People were saying, Steve, I'm getting a little scared of our building. Look, for those of you that weren't aware of it. I mean, you could drive down the road and it looked like a, what's that called? A slump back? What's it? Sway what? back. Sway back horse? Looked like a sway back horse. The ends were straight and then all of a sudden where the sanctuary is, it goes down like that and it goes straight ahead. Amen. Here I am putting this out across the world to see. <laughs> praise, <laughs> praise the Lord. And I'm going around the, I'm, I'm saying, okay, Lord, we just got to move forward with this building somehow, you know, and what do we do? And and praying about it because multiple people have said we need to do something with it. How would you like to be one who didn't want to come to church because your building's in such bad repair? And you're thinking, man, it's strong wind, that thing might blow over. No. And so I was going around the bypass one day. I said, well, Lord, we got to get the building fixed, but you got to provide the money. Where are we going to get the money at? When I said you got to provide the money, the Spirit of the Lord out in front of Tracker Supply said I already had, and an address came to me. The address of the farm that was just sold. Huh. Now what about that? I want to tell you something. You want to position yourself to see increases in your life. You want to position yourselves to handle beyond what you ever thought you could handle. You be obedient to the Lord. You be obedient to the Lord. Guys, I am promising you and I am declaring to you, we are getting real in this house. Amen. We are seeing, woo, glory to God, we are seeing things take place in people's lives that I never thought I would see. Y'all mm. get ready. I've had you all encouraging me talking to me, ministering to me. And I thank you so much for it. But we do what we do to glorify our Father. We don't do what we do to get gain. We're building rewards in heaven. Amen. That's where I want my gain. Amen. Amen? We're not looking to increase ourselves in this life, although you will be, because that's God's principle. You reap what you sow. Amen. So I've said plenty today. I'm just trying to encourage you. You saw what Elijah did. What happened with him? Now you let God be God in your lives. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Would you stand this morning, please? Thank you, Lord. I want to take just a minute here. We want to pray for a few people this morning. Amen. <coughs>
I'm sure y'all are probably a little tired just sitting sitting there, so I want you to stand with me as we pray. Hallelujah. Uh, we want to pray for uh, Matt and Donna, uh, the baby hunter. Uh, kept them up pretty good last night. Got some stuffiness and stuff like that. Uh, so I want to pray for Steve Warnell this morning. Uh, he's doing a lot better. Continues to need a touch. Ask for prayer this morning. Uh, Phyllis Courtney, want to pray for her. Amen. Uh, Aiden and Lucas Courtney, we want to lift them up in prayer as well. Did I miss anybody? Do we need to, anybody else got prayer requests or anything? Amen. Hallelujah. All right, well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and, and then we'll uh, do our announcements this morning. Father, we just thank and we praise you, Lord, for your goodness. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we trust you. We choose to trust you in everything that we do, Lord God. Father, we just thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and those stripes he took upon his own body to provide for the healing of humankind. We thank you and we praise you for it, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Now, Donna, we, our, our Lord, we pray for uh, Matt Donna's baby. Uh, Hunter, we pray for him right now, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And we ask that you would touch him and minister to him, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for healing him, just the healing power of Jesus Christ coming over him right now. We thank you for that gift of healing taking place in his body in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for Steve Warner. We lift him up to you as well. We thank you, Lord, for what you've already done. But, Father, we ask you to complete that healing, bring it to totality, perfectness, hallelujah. We thank you for perfecting that healing, hallelujah, and making it complete and total in his body in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we pray for Phyllis Courtney. You know where she is, Lord God. You know the things that she has experienced, Lord God. Father, encourage her right now. And, Father, we ask that you would touch her body in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Mm. Yes, Lord, speak to her heart, hallelujah. Speak to her heart, your word, and only your word, O oh Lord God, as we trust you for her healing to manifest in her body in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. Lord, we just commit Phyllis to you. We place her in your care. There's no better place for her to be in the name of Jesus. We thank you, and we praise you, Lord. And Father, we pray for Aiden and Lucas right now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your healing power moving up on those children's bodies, Lord God, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you for what you did in Michael last week week, but Lord, I believe with all of my heart there, that day shall come, Lord, where you will manifest in Michael's body a complete and total healing where his speech is normal, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you for showing yourself to be strong in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Father, as we go throughout this week, we ask, Lord, that you would just place people in front of us that we can talk to, Lord. Hallelujah. As we walk the word, hallelujah, Lord. Oh, praise God. As we walk that word, people will begin to initiate conversation with us, Lord. Hallelujah. Of your goodness, who you are, and that souls would even be saved. Hallelujah. As we minister Jesus Christ to them. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. I thank you for my brothers and sisters. I ask, Lord, that you would continue to bless them, minister to them, Lord God. We just thank you for, for your goodness manifesting in all of our lives. In Jesus' name. And let the house of the Lord say amen. Hallelujah. Just a couple of quick announcements before we disperse today. Uh, again, I want to thank you for your faithfulness um, in your tithes and offerings. This is the first of the month. There is a bucket back here for building fund offering. What we do with the building fund offering just takes, it helps in maintaining our building and keeping our building up. That's why we receive a, a building fund offering once a month. Amen. Uh, if you have a ministry on your heart, see myself or an elder, uh, Children's Church, ages 4 through 11 years old, uh, that is going on uh, during or at the end of worship. We'll dismiss 
uh, for children's church every Sunday. Uh, where we want to get to with this is ages 4 through 7. We want to have a class for them, and then 8 to 11. So we, we ultimately want to have two classes going on uh, for children's church. Amen. And as we grow as a church, I know we'll be able to move off into that. That way it's not too hard on any one teacher as they're back there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, we're looking for nursery workers still. Amen. Uh, Roy, has, has uh, he was going to take care of the nursery this morning. So uh, we will uh, provide as we're able someone to attend nursery. But ideally where, where we'd like to go with this is to have a nursery director uh, that can just coordinate all that and schedule out nurse, nursery workers. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, Wednesday night Bible study here at the church. We're still studying on operations of the Holy Spirit. Uh, there is a Valentine's banquet here at the church on February the 11th uh, at 6 o'clock. Uh, this is very affordable, uh, $10 per person. Uh, and so that that's, what that gets you is uh, uh, that's attendance uh, for the event. Uh, it includes appetizer finger foods. Uh, we're looking forward to not only a time of fellowship, but a time of doing a little bit of eating, amen, and just having a good time together. Uh, again, you know, the thing there we did yesterday, the fellowship really was just strong and powerful. I believe that's something that the Lord's doing here at New Life right now. Uh, snow tubing on the 25th at Perfect North. Uh, this is a church family event, not just a youth event. You can sign up. Uh, Mark's put a sign-up sheet out on the bulletin board, uh, or he has one here at least. Is it on the board yet? Okay, so it, there's a sign-up sheet on the bulletin board. But don't forget our website. We want you to go out and visit the website, newlifeparisky.com. Right, Mark? Yes. Newlifeparisky.com. You can sign up for these events on the website, and that information will come straight in uh, to the church. Amen. And we'll be able to mark you down and that type of thing. So, again, that website is newlifeparisky.com. It's really cool. I've been spending a lot of time on it. It is, it is. It's really cool. And it's just starting. we got so much that we want to do. Are you pulling it up, brother? Oh, hey, thank God for projecting. <laughs> hey, man, ain't that cool? Yeah. Yeah, newlifeparisky.com. It's hey, Rachel. Hallelujah. <laughs> what do you say? It's Rachel. Rachel. That's Rachel. <laughs> hey, Rachel. No. Okay. I'm just kidding. It might be. Even nice. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> I love you, appreciate you, have a great day, be blessed, amen. Sister Joyce. I had forgot to request, a friend texted me sometime during the wee hours of the morning. I didn't see the text or hear the text right then. His name's Kenny, he lives up around Maria, and he asked that the church be praying. He went to work one day and come back, somebody took the back door off and went in, took everything he had, took his money box for his bills took his guns, I think he took some jewelry and, and his TV and just really just ripped him off. He thinks it's somebody in his family. It had to be somebody that knew what he had. And he, he said, Joyce, I just feel like I'm ready to give up if you will have your church to pray. And I'm sorry I forgot about that okay. during that prayer. And you know him? Yes, I do. You know him pretty well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, does he know the Lord? Did you know of? That I know of, he does. Um, okay. God healed him of cancer. Yeah, Praise the Lord. That Amen. weed killer stuff that, Amen. you know, and he gives God the glory for that. Praise God. Um, and I have talked Amen. to him about that, and, you know, 
I'll ask him again, but just okay. to make sure, you know. Well, let's pray for this gentleman here real quick. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you are a God of provision, Father God. You know this situation. You know everything about it. You know who, who did these things to this gentleman. You know what he has need of, Lord. And we ask, Lord God, that you would move upon his heart, that you would draw him. We thank you for such a, a time of glorifying yourself and healing him of this cancer, Father God. Now, Father, the things that were taken from him, restore those things to him in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for... Glorifying yourself through this restoration in his life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Gene. Brother, you probably covered this in your message, but I was back there just now coming in. Remember the condition of how the roof was. And you, then you got to mention that all these jobs, you know, in the church and everything. Well, notice, guys, it ain't just one post holding all this up. It's several. That's right. One post can't do it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're moving. We're doing things. You know, some of them might be slower than other things that we're doing, but, you know, we're coming around. We're moving. Amen. Pastor Mark? Yeah, I just want to say on the snow tubing, um, if you're planning on going, everybody has to fill out a waiver for Perfect North. The link is on the website. Um, huh. And you can, just, you can either fill it out online, save it, and when we go up there, we can that prove it, it's filled out, or you can print it out and take it with you and fill it out and take it with you. So uh, everybody has to, everybody that goes has to do the waivers. There's a place for your kids. All, one family can do one page. Okay. It's thirty five dollars a person. Okay. I try to get a group, but you have to sign up for like five months in advance. So, oh. Yeah. Um, so I just want to give some details on that. Amen. Anybody else that forget anything? No. God bless you. Have a